Welcome to One ABQ and You, Conversations, Culture, and Community, a City of Albuquerque production with your hosts, Mayor Tim Keller and me, Leah Black. Hello, and thanks for joining us again on another One ABQ and You episode of our podcast. I'm joined with the mayor, obviously, and today we want to talk a little bit some, about some of our favorite things in Albuquerque, hubs and like community gathering spots to kind of flow into the, our guest that we're going to have on today. Uh, you mentioned something when we were off the air, and I don't, I don't think I know what it is. Well, so our guest is going to tell us all about 505 Central. And so, uh, but it, when, I was, when I realized, like, well, look, we're coming in, we're going to talk about, like, this concept. You know, all over America, this is, like, the new thing, right? And we see it at, like, the sawmill. Yeah. You know, is like, the Uber food hub, entertainment hub, and things like this. But what I love about Albuquerque, these are popping up, like, everywhere. Yeah. So it's new, relatively. Like there's one on Eubank, which like that alone, I think is sort of an interesting statement if you know our city. Exactly. So I think it's called (laughs) the ABQ Collective. And, you know, there's this funny world around like Eubank and Constitution where there's like shockingly good restaurants. Yes. uh, You know, seemingly in just no man's land heights, you know, whatever. Yeah. But it's like you've got like La Salita and then you have like Basil Leaf and then Pizza Castle is actually kind of legendary. Um, and anyway, now there's this place, ABQ Collective. So I went there last year because they were doing an opening or an anniversary, and I ended up doing all my holiday shopping there last year. And it's it's a hub. So it does have, like, coffee and bread and stuff like that. But, like, Local it merchants. has mini, like, really mini – like, you know when you go to an antique store and they have, like, the mini booth? Yes. That's what it has. Oh, that's cool. And so there's all this cool stuff. Yeah, and it's, like – at Eubank and either Indian School or Constitution, like somewhere around. I there. know where you're ABQ talking about. ABQ Collective. Yes, yeah. I need to go check it out. And I love because I I feel like it's relatively new for Albuquerque. Um, you know, you see it in other cities that obviously have bigger investors and more you know people, but it's it's catching on here and it's it's awesome. I love the trend. I hope it stays forever. I think it's really cool for people to come together that maybe aren't sustainable on their own as far as their business model, mm-hmm. but to like bring it in together and we can all kind of help each other out. Yeah, and when you go like so, flyby provisions. Flyby provisions, yes. So flyby provisions by sidetrack. Yeah. Yes. And uh, and Zendo. Yes. Yeah. So you go there though, but when you go to any of these, what's cool is like, you know, sometimes the particular artist is there or like the 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 sort of maker of whatever oh, they're yeah, selling, like a meet and greet. But sometimes not. Yeah, and so it, it does have a whole different community feel when you have these kinds of things. And there's another one near Little Bear Coffee, by the way. It's like yes. the same concept. And so this is like the new thing. I mean, it's I like love it. someone should do a whole show. Maybe we should do a whole show on like these different, like sometimes they're food, sometimes they're shopping, but they're like these micro markets. And um, they're, it's really a really cool like concept. And so also if you have, so for me, I bring my kids and like you can hit a lot of different ages and tastes because they're all different. So like the one by Little Bear and then Flyby Provisions, you know, it's like they can each find their own shelf yeah. because they curate like each shelf is a different artist or it's a different age group or That's it's a cool. different target. It's so cool. Fun for the yeah. whole family. Yeah. All it's right, almost cool. like a cross between a museum too because yeah. like it's heavily curated. Yeah. People you know? are not messing around when they are curating the stuff going in these yeah. shops. Oh, so- there's another one. There's a card shop that's like handmade cards, but from like all sorts of different artists. And it's by the Korean place behind Clown Dog. I love Dog. this. Yeah. I gotta these are all the like coming to my, like, and that was, the, I walk in there and it's like, wow, there's all these handmade cards, like for all these different artists and like a couple of other things. But same thing, you have like, you know, the adult shelf and then you have like the funny shelf and, and then the you have kids. the kid shelf. 
Yeah. And uh, it's too bad. I, you know, apologies for them. I can't remember the name of that one, but I'll find it and add it later. Kind of sneak behind Carlisle and Central, and you're going to bump into it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, speaking of these wonderful collective places, we're going to have Mark Baker on, and he's our guest today. Uh, he has, you could call him the curator of 505 Central, mm-hmm. and we're going to ask him all about it. Yeah. Yeah. And we're back. We're very excited to welcome. I've, an old friend. We've known each other for a long time. We have, yes. Mark Baker, you're a huge proponent of, a champion of downtown Albuquerque. You're a business owner. You're an architect. Dare I say a visionary. Thank you. I'll take it. <laughs> I don't know. It's a big word. You are dedicated to helping create a vibrant downtown Albuquerque. Uh, we'll talk about your businesses and the ways that you're helping kind of lift Albuquerque up. Thanks for being on the show with us. Well, I'm happy to be here. This is my first time ever doing a pod. So oh, cool. Well, oh, to be on hey, I'm honored. That's yeah. really cool. Like, this is cool. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for, yeah. Thanks for having me. Well, you deserve many pods. So, uh, oh, okay, yeah, because we, we do have to like, hear a little bit about your background. So okay. actually, maybe why don't you start with the, the quick like journey of Mark? The five minute journey yes. of Mark? Yeah, okay. yeah. Maybe probably, two minutes. Probably, uh, yeah, maybe. Exactly, exactly. The 50 sec, 30 seconds. Uh-oh. Is that my phone? Oh, uh, no. Mr. Busy. <laughs> the business. Owner. Yeah, look at that. Can yeah. somebody take this? He's working. Uh, you know, yeah, exactly. What That's, do we got? Anything you want to tell us about? Um, so, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm sure it's related to Humble Coffee or 505 Central Food Hall or Baker Architecture or one of the other entities. But um, quickly, like, who am I? Like, obviously, I'm an architect. Leah mentioned that. Um, I'm committed to urban spaces in downtown, and that's what kind of fascinates me is neighborhoods. I think as I've gotten older, I've grown from, you know, getting really excited about one building to getting excited about a city or a mm. neighborhood. And so that's kind of where my heart is at. I moved to Albuquerque in 1992, so that's already 30 years, if you can Crazy. believe it. Yeah, it goes like that. It goes like that. Um, I was just moving out here for a summer to check it out and see what I thought and uh, ended up falling in love with it So for so many reasons. But in the middle of that 30 years, I did move to California for a while to experience, uh, you know, I, I wanted to see more. Like, what else is out yeah. there? You know, let's go move to a big city and let's check that out. And then got my uh, master's degree in architecture from UCLA and then did the grind, the rat race of L.A. for a while and said, I miss the land of enchantment. I got to get back, got to get back cool. to Albuquerque, even though I hadn't grown up here. This started to feel like home. I had, re- I had started to refer Something to Something was in your heart calling yeah, you. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, it called me back, the land of enchantment. And um, so I've been back since uh, 2002. That's, wow. yeah. that's when I moved here. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So architecture is a just really quick on like because I had my my one of my good friends is an architect from college so I saw this like journey and like what people I think don't realize like architecture is a really hard profession. It's very hard. You know, it's like typically super you know low paying and it's also this this apprenticeship kind of approach where even though you spend like five years in school then you're still like you know, in the drafting room for like a lot of people working like 80 hour weeks. Yes. I'm like, you're an architect. Yeah. Like, who does that? I'm not sure what the so, reason, why the reasoning is on the <laughs> yeah, architectural education. But. It's like a, like a punishment yeah. kind of thing, you know, <laughs> you got to earn it. But so did you focus on any, like, were you like kind of residential or commercial or you really liked a certain thing? And then, um, you know, uh, and, and, and then like, did you rebel against that? And you're like, hey, I'm starting my own firm and I'm doing my, you know, how did yeah. that play out? Yeah. How did that play out? Um, I'm, I come to architecture from an art background. My mom's an artist. She actually shows in Santa Fe. She lives in the Santa Fe area now. Oh, cool. And so I'm like an artist at heart, but my dad's an engineer, so I kind of have the per- perfect mashup there. Um, but for me, yeah. it was always about creativity and how to do something, break new ground. So that's one of the reasons I ended up in Albuquerque was from the organic architect here that's Albuquerque famous, kind of world famous, Bark Prince. 
All you right. might be familiar with his yeah. work on Monta Vista. He has these spaceship houses. Um, but <laughs> Bart taught at U University of Oklahoma where I went to undergrad. And so I came oh. out here to work for Bart. Never got to work for Bart, unfortunately, oh. but we did become friends. Um, but uh, so I was really into organic, like super creative architecture. And then what happened was I started getting into educational architecture, really excited because my wife's an educator for APS. Mm. She just retired. And so she can give you that input on she what gives, schools need. Exactly, what schools need and what mm. Albuquerque public schools need in particular. And so I became an on-call architect with APS. And so for the last 20 years, I've been designing schools for APS and now across the state. So we do work, we've done it in Gallup and Las Vegas cool. and um, Farmington, mm. so all over the state. So that's really my specialty now um, is educational architecture all the way from K through higher ed. So I still have Baker Architecture and Design going over here as a silo. And then I have the other entrepreneurial businesses that I've created and they all kind of work together under mm. one umbrella. Yeah, that's kind of how very I describe cool. it. Yeah. Wow. And I really love the project that you did on 5th and Central. Um, not yeah. only the food hall portion of it, but renovating the spaces above into living spaces. And then it's it's an old, really cool brick building. If you can picture it, the intersection of 5th and Central, it's on the north west corner, um, that you added light and you added windows on the side facing the mesa and to see sunsets. That's right, yeah. exactly. So that's mm. the old Sears department store. So in the uh, late 50s, early 60s, um, downtown was vacated by all the department stores. I mean, downtown was at its peak from probably the 1900s through the 1950s. You see wonderful black and white photos yes. where the streets are packed and the sidewalks are packed and there's this beautiful, this beautiful energy downtown. Well, when the mall came about, Coronado Mall in our case, this is a national trend, um, the big businesses moved out of downtowns across the country. And this is the Sears department store that I purchased and I converted it to downtown lofts. I put 34 lofts upstairs. I just had a feeling that people wanted to move into these lofts cool. downtown. I made them large and inexpensive and they filled up fast. Great. <laughs> so that's, that was probably seven years ago, five mm. years ago. Yeah, five years ago now. That was 2017, so six. Um, but then after I got that stabilized with the occupants, then I went back and did the downstairs as the 505 Central Food Hall. And if you Which, haven't been, yeah. there's something for everyone oh, thank there. You, you know, yeah. bring your family, go on a date. It's awesome. You can each get different food. It's, mm -hmm. it's really fun and vibrant. And I like that you said there's an energy because I feel like that brought a lot of energy to mm -hmm. that, not only that intersection, but kind of that corridor. Yeah, thank you. It, it really does. There are uh, nine different vendors in the food hall. Um, they're all mom and pop locally owned Albuquerque businesses, people that really take pride in their food and their beverages. And so we've really curated an amazing group of people in there, everything from um, pizza to tacos to ramen sandwiches. There's a there's a humble coffees in there, of course. Um, there's a bar, a cocktail bar, and a sports bar, um, and many more. And so there's something for everybody in there. And I like to think of 505 Central Food Hall as like almost like the living room of downtown Albuquerque, mm, <laughs> right? Because there's not a maitre d' mm -hmm. and there's not a it's waiter chill. coming to your table. It's chill. You can come in. You don't necessarily have to buy anything. You can just come in, hang out, have yeah, a seat. That's what I do. Use the free. <laughs> <laughs> I always use yeah. it as a place to meet. You know, no, I get some coffee. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, we prefer. It's not always meal time. Yeah. You know, so. I'll back up. We'll prefer it when you buy something that keeps <laughs> yeah. the keeps the lights yeah, on. The, the, yeah, your yeah. vendors are saying, "Hey, Mark, yeah, hey, Mark." Hey, Mark. Okay. Um, but yeah, you can come in and you can hang out and you can be on the Wi-Fi and have dinner and each person can find their own thing. That's what I love about yeah. it. Families love it, and yeah. really, that's for me. That's what it's about. Like. If we can bring families back to the yes. Albuquerque core, that's fantastic because that transforms the neighborhood. And so 
kids love this place because the kids can get pizza or burgers and mom can get a salad or whatever. You know. yeah, and they yeah. can, yeah, they can move around and it's, it's very open, very casual. Do you still um, do karaoke on Friday night? We do karaoke every Friday night. Yes. I got to tell you, I'm a singer. Come on. I rarely do karaoke mm. in Albuquerque yeah. because I know people here. What's your go-to song? Uh, Whitney Houston, I want to dance with somebody. Bring it. No, yeah, I'm come not. on. Uh, wow. But anyway, it's a hard one. And once I finally tried it, I was very happy. But I usually do it when we travel because I don't know anybody. And I'm like, I'll do karaoke. Yeah. But one night, we went to the Moonwalk. Is that the name of it? Yeah, Moonwalk is the name of the cocktail bar in the yes. back. Yeah. So I had a cocktail. Mm -hmm. And then my friends <laughs> and boyfriend nominated me to, and I guess I was the last, they got the last song in without telling yeah. me. So I was like the last, that was like the closing time for karaoke. And um, I had to follow this small boy. I don't know how, he was like under 10. He did a Selena song and killed it. It was like the whole place was going nuts. And then they're like, you're up next. And I was like, what, how do I follow that? <laughs> that crowd was the most welcoming, amazing karaoke crowd. They That's were like screaming like we were in a stadium. It was well, amazing. you're good. You're really good, actually. I saw you sing the national anthem at the United game, right? Yes. That, you did so good. I'm that was fantastic. I'm thinking about it right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't anyway, know how you did it. But... Back to the karaoke, though. Okay, yeah. It's awesome. Great family environment. It's an early karaoke. I would highly recommend it. Thank you. Thank you. And you we don't do... have to sing either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at him. Uh, well, What's like, your song? I, so, uh, well, I like heavy metal. So yeah. I'll usually go into Pantera or Slayer and <laughs> the crowd hates it. And I end early and we're all good. And he loses <laughs> his voice. And after... I'm like, okay, you wanted me to sing. Drop so like. I'm not like, that's what I do. I <laughs> so, love that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, my kids cover their ears. It's like everyone hates it. It's great. Um, <laughs> it's great. So, because then I don't have to sing again. <laughs> They're like, okay, he's done. But he's done. Uh, the the family dynamic, just really quick, it is it is like a special place in Albuquerque where, you know, like, because I have young kids and, and that is like, it's one of our go-tos um, because of that, like you choose your own adventure kind of approach to it. But when you go in there, you also see, like you see sort of students who are coming in from the area high schools. You might see people coming down from, uh, Edo cause they're actually more university students. And then there's, you know, this great sort of like magic time, I think between kind of like four and then all the way to nine, when you get this mix of folks who are also, they might be going to the chemo theater. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. So mm -hmm. you also do get like all walks of life, which mm -hmm. like I really love there. And it is also, you know, I think downtown's obviously had a lot of challenges, but you do see folks, you know, my parents are in their eighties and like, so they live here, you know, and like, but that's like, they're like, they know about the food hall and that. you know, they're like, yeah, well, we could meet you down at that cool food place by the chemo. Because, you know, they know about the chemo. Yeah. That's really right. why they're going downtown. So, yeah. uh, but I think that's cool, too. Like, just the range of ages is is by far the most diverse, I think, than almost anywhere else in the city. Yeah, it's the, really cool. The people watching, it, it can't be beat. Yes. Yeah. 505 Central. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much for, you know, telling your listeners, your watchers about that. <laughs> um, the more people, the merrier. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it is still a challenge downtown. You mentioned that. Um, yeah. Kind of ever since COVID. COVID. Um, some of the office buildings uh, kind of emptied out a little bit. Um, that's a national trend yeah. with office space. Um, so I really feel like, you know, to change the subject slightly or to talk about how to improve downtown, I really feel like to convert some of these vacant office spaces into residential could be transformative yeah. for our downtown because yeah. we are dealing with a housing shortage yeah. in this city. I mean, I think you've used the number of 20,000 units short at one yeah. time. I don't know if it's still 20,000, but I know that we do have a massive right. shortage. So um, you're doing something wonderful with the city of Albuquerque Metropolitan Redevelopment Agency is offering um, downtown housing grants for anybody who wants to 
convert one of these older buildings. We, we did this uh, earlier in the year. We did it with Via Agave, which was the old St. Mary's. Um, oh, yes. It was the St. Mary's convent at one time. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me the cross yeah. streets. It's at 7th and Copper. Yes. And so in December, uh, we just cut the ribbon, and uh, there's 15 new apartment units, but it's an adaptive reuse. It used to be a convent, and we went back, restructured it, um, all new materials, all new everything, um, and just really made it a lovely facility, a lovely place, and then we're super excited about it because it, not only does it transform this dilapidated building that had been empty for multiple years, right. you know, with all the telltale signs, the boarded up windows, the tagging, mm -hmm. um, now it's all brand new. It's clean. We did new streetscapes. Activation. Yeah. Actually, with the City of Albuquerque grant, we were granted one of those Metropolitan Redevelopment grants, mm -hmm. and we activated um, the streetscape with new street trees. And cool. yeah, so it's really lovely. And I think that that, you know, you're taking a dilapidated building, but you're also bringing more people to the core, and it's definitely desirable. People want to move back. I learned that with the 505 Central Lofts. They want yeah. to move back yeah. downtown. It's a walkable neighborhood. There's so many great things happening in that particular neighborhood. Um, Ex Novo Brewing. Yes, we've it's, talked about that on the that show. Isn't that great? Yeah, yeah it's, it's coming into the, the famous uh, so Firestone great. building. Yeah. And then Hotel Blue is being upgraded into uh, Arrive Hotels which is a super cool kind of hipster hotel, like boutique hotel. Yeah. yeah, I had to do some research, of course. So <laughs> I went out to Palm Springs and I checked out the oh, Arrive like Hotel this. there. Research and development trip mm -hmm. to Palm Springs. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like and then <laughs> and then my wife and I went to the one in Phoenix. They haven't arrived in Phoenix and, and we stayed the there. I didn't know they had one in Phoenix. Yeah, they do. And it's huh. the vibe is amazing. Cool. I mean, it's super cool. As an architect, the design is tremendous. Great. And they always have a pool and cocktails by the pool. Ooh. And yeah, and so I think that area, and then with the growers market, the amazing things that that are happening at Robinson yeah. Park with the growers yes. market. So that west end of downtown, kind of from around 7th Central, um, that's just gonna, that's just changing. It's on for, the uptick. It's on the uptick. Yeah. It's, it's really transforming right now. I mean, so many great things are happening downtown that I want to encourage people to come down that haven't been down in a while. Come down and see it again. Yes. You know, come on an adventure. You know, when you go downtown, it's like you're almost like you're a tourist in your own city. You yeah. know, if you don't mm -hmm. live downtown already, right. you know, come down from the Heights, come down from, you know, the North Valley or up from the West South side. Valley, West side, come downtown. Yeah. You know, there's so much going on. You can grab a bite to eat. You can grab a cocktail. You can go to the movie. Hopefully there's a show at the chemo, Yeah. you know, mm -hmm. um, Flamenco Works yes. is another That's really another thing. family friendly place that just came into Central. Flamenco Works, they teach, I think they kind of focus more on kids, but they teach yeah. flamenco dancing. And I think they got a storefront grant from the city of Albuquerque. Great. So that yeah, was these are all good. I know. The hotel's like, a good city project. Is it? I didn't was, know that. So yeah. yeah, that's oh, a yeah. city project as well? The, it's all MR incentivized. Uh, same with Ex Novo. Yeah. I'm really sitting here thinking Which is why head. we have the program. So, I mean, that's what we want. Is I want to build something it. downtown. I'm like, well, what could I do? <laughs> this is a good, like, just in case anyone is actually, like, yeah. listening who's interested in this. You know, we also changed the zoning. So all these, the vision is, like, all these empty office buildings. You know, we we know post-COVID, they really should be residential. You mentioned this. And in April, we changed a lot of the zoning regulations to make that easier. Hmm. And we have yet to have a developer, like, take us up on this offer. There's also subsidies available. So, like, yeah. you know, now you can convert commercial to residential. And it, it has to do with things like you'll remember, like, you know, it's like, sinks and stoves because like yeah. that's like the re real issue that drives up the cost and Kitchen so and the, yeah. yeah so we made it a lot easier to do that but mm. that is you know all across america post-covid you know it's uh unfortunate because we had just kind of like downtown was I, I felt like doing really good before covid and uh it was like the 
and businesses yeah. were were locating, they were moving back into downtown. And then like COVID <laughs> hit. And now it's the opposite, you know, like no one even goes to work anymore, you know, so right. why would you have some huge office building? So it is the, the only future really has to be residential. And so the project that, that you worked on is an amazing example of that. And there's plenty of more room, both sort of in the way, uh, you know, development works, but also even in subsidies and things like this with the, the metropolitan redevelopment. So it's all out there available now. And I think now we need private sector partners kind of like yourselves, actually. We need more of them. Mm-hmm. So we need like 10 Awareness. Mark Bakers. We need bigger. We need bigger Mark Bakers. need people bigger than Yeah, or yeah, <laughs> with, with bigger, uh, yeah, bigger maybe pockets. bank accounts. Exactly. And, you know, exactly. <laughs> so, um, but also I do want to mention this, this little corner when you, when you go downtown, you know, so I was born and raised here and it is, you know, I remember going downtown as a kid because my dad worked down here. And uh, quick story, by the way, I remember dropping at my hamburger. I was eating leftover hamburger. It was very delicious. I was six. <laughs> I like food a lot, so I still remember this. It had A1 on it because I love A1 sauce. There you go. And I dropped it in the fountain in Civic Plaza because you're eating the fountain. Oh, no. <laughs> I picked it up and ate it. And it was disgusting because it tasted like chlorine, which is why I remember it. It's so uh, is anyway. Is this why the fountain's not there anymore? Yeah. So <laughs> there you go. it with hamburger. Yeah, exactly. But don't don't eat your food if it, you know, like this is a bad, bad move. So, uh, but the point is, um, downtown is very different. And so if you, if you live in Albuquerque, even in New Mexico, and you haven't been like, it's our only urban core. So it's also like it's raw and it's gritty. It's got challenges. But uh, I think in, in and of itself, especially depending on kind of how old you are, like it is the only place you can experience what even that density feels like yes. and that energy. Uh, so it is a cool place. And then there's like in every downtown, there's like hidden gems, you know, like oh, there's yeah. like Lush over by your new building. I mean, that place is a really good wonderful. restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's wonderful. And then, you know, also for me, our kids go to school close to downtown. So you, you forget there's a high school downtown. There's St. Mary's, which is like K through eight. And then there's also uh, Lou Wallace. Mm-hmm. So it's also very, you know, active, like mm-hmm. in that way too. And so, you know, to your point, as long as, you know, if people would actually sort of live here too, you really can see like there is the potential for like 100% walkability life yes. downtown. Yeah. And it's there. Actually, we just got to kind of give it a shot and lean into it and, and support it. But all the like components are there. Absolutely. It is, like you said, it's the really the only like from speaking from an architect's point of view it's really the only urban center we have in the whole state yeah like arguably. a thousand square miles right. I mean, you have to go like all the way to yeah. like flagstaff yeah. or like austin no offense yeah, gallup bigger but yeah i mean we have buildings yeah. down here that have been here since the 20s and 30s and 40s that are you know skyscrapers you know that are 20 stories tall and that does change the feeling on the street right. and that density of people around and that hustle and bustle yeah so let's bring that back you I know agree. that's really the goal that we're that we're trying to create with what we're doing with 505 Central and Humble Coffee and all of the different uh, Baker projects down, downtown. But yeah, I mean, I think that the writing's on the wall, that it's coming back. We just need to kind of wait through uh, these kind of construction cost spikes that we're yeah. living through right now. You know, um, 2027 right. is going to be the best year yeah. the city's ever is seen because like every project that was supposed to be finished this year is now delayed till then yeah. because of construction. Is that overrun. what the, is the crystal ball saying? That's oh my gosh, are gonna it's start driving me crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, but thank you for activating. That's the biggest thing is activation. Yeah. And I, I think and that, not giving up. Yeah, and not giving up. Thank you. So we're about out of time, but also uh, so folks know there's going to be hundreds of students coming downtown for the Rail Yard CNM Academy. That's now under construction. So it's about this is another one. It's supposed to be 18 months out, but, you know, we'll we'll see. 
but uh, it's you know a little further south, obviously. But when when you start getting in like anything that brings a hundred people downtown area, there's going to be ripple effects to yeah. it. So I think that's another uh, thing to look forward to for everyone downtown. Thank you so much for being Thanks on. Thanks for having us. me. It's been a pleasure. We'll see you at one of your spots. Yeah, come on down. We'll see you soon. <laughs> that's our show for today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for listening to Albuquerque. And remember, it takes all of us to fulfill the promise of the city that we call home. We'll see you again next time on 1ABQ and you. Be sure and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us at hashtag 1ABQ and you. If you'd like to share your own ABQ observations, experiences, or topic suggestions, reach out to us. You've been listening to 1ABQ and you.